Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Happy Wednesday. And welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm Gabe Ibrahim, alongside Amy Otterberg, uh, bringing you this uh, Locked On Women's Basketball episode brought to you by Michelob Ultra, uh, which you're going to need on Thursday when the WNBA draft is happening. And today, Amy, we are doing our uh, WNBA mock draft. So we're just going to be alternating picks here and making all of the picks in the first round. Um, Art... Do you feel like, you know, you're ready? Like, do you feel like you're a GM? Because I don't. Absolutely not. And I'm going to say something. This this class, right? This class is tough because I think you've got a lot of really solid players. I don't know if you see a lot of immediate impact players, right? Uh, This league is at a point now where there are hardly any spots available because the turnaround is not great. And, And I think you're drafting a lot of players that, can be great kind of, I don't want to say backup in a bad way, but no. there's still a lot of all-stars on every single team. It feels like, right. So, I mean, to keep it short, <laughs> uh, no, no, not ready. Not ready at all. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Like this is a draft though. It's just like, you gotta, you gotta prepare as much as possible because there you don't know which player is going to be a star. I'm, I'm imagining at least one or two of these players are going to turn into more than what we think they are right now. Um, but it's hard to figure out exactly which one it is. And I think you're almost the teams at the back end of the first round are in good shape because there's a lot of people who can contribute uh, to a winning team, I think despite maybe not being stars, like you're saying, good backups. Amy, we have to get into this, though, because we have we have a lot of draft picks to make. We have yeah, call go, draft go, picks go. to make. <laughs> and we, and we, got, we, got, we got to figure it out. So, uh, obviously, Dallas has all of the first-round picks. So, we – I how did – wait. I ended up with three <laughs> of the four Dallas picks. That's neither here nor there. I won the draft lottery. I'll be picking first um, today for the Dallas Wings. So, I'm playing Greg Big first. And my pick is going to be – Awak Kuyir uh, from Finland by way of South Sudan, the 19-year-old. She's six four. She's a center, but she she's a modern big. Like she could play three, she could play a five or the four. Um, she can handle the ball. She can score from all three levels. She has really good defensive footwork. I think really good foundation to be a good defender. We need her to add muscle to be able to bang down low with some of the big centers in the WNBA. But just like the potential you see with her, just like when you see her bring the ball up and she like throws the ball behind her back and she's like, you know, just spotting up from three, coming off of pin down. She does so much, so much versatility in her game that I just think like if my bet as far as who's going to be the the star from this draft is Awa Kuyir. So that's why we're taking her number one. You know what? I had this conversation a couple of days ago and I said the same thing. If we're talking about ceiling, I think at 19 years old and you watch film on her, like she's splitting traps in the open court, facilitating like step back threes. And Gabe, I don't know if she's banging against the six fives in this league anymore. She can stretch any defense. Like she could be a, I'm not sold on the point forward and the point center kind of term, but this <laughs> is like, this is a point center slash point forward. And really if the right team drafts her, 
Uh, well, like you said, I think because Dallas has one and two, I think she's yeah. going one or two. Um, you look at who else they have inside. Maybe this is more of a player that, that you know, if, if Liz Kim Beige is going to guard her, make her get out of the paint and put her on the three point line. I, I'm I'm really curious to see where a walk can can. I don't know if this is immediate impact, but I think this is in the next, like you said, couple of years. Like this is a player that's going to um, I think she's going to take off a little bit here. Well, in Dallas, you, but, have are we, you have the next pick here, but I do want to say yeah, like Dallas the next with, pick. with Awa career can just play like this beautiful five out system and like yeah. imagining a Rike Gumbuale with all that space and Satu with all that space. Like that's just an unreal lineup. I think she also could fit next, next to Bell. If they are still in on Bella Allery, I'm still on Bella Allery. I think she fits next to her boat. If it's next to her or can just be your center, depending on how you want to do it, because you're so much versatility. So, uh, look, who you're first off the board, uh, Mrs. Greg Bibb. Who you got? <laughs> you have the second pick with Dallas. And I'm going to say my pick, but I'm just going to say this, like, really quick. I wonder if Dallas is actually going to make a move or not. Because, like, yeah. because this is the thing. We just don't – I don't think we know enough about these players necessarily or how they're going to pick to the – translate to the next level. Because my, my pick is, of course, going to be Charlie Collier, which is okay. another player that you – you wonder how that, how she's going to handle the physical physicality of that next level. Um, but, but that being said, um, I think we know a bit more about Charlie than we do about a walk mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, she played, she played NCAA. She got all, the, they got all the way to lead eight for Texas this year, six, five. Uh, when Charlie walks in the gym, like I keep saying it's the eye test, right? Like she has a presence to her. She's worked incredibly hard. Uh, to be to have the physique that mm-hmm. she does, she's in shape. She's long, six five. I think she's actually pretty nice with her back to the basket. I think she's got solid footwork, but also showing a bit of a mid range this year. But Gabe, I I also think too with Charlie is that she's often went up against like two two defenders, right? Mm-hmm. She's very rarely one on one because she draws so much attention. And and so when you get into the W, you are one on one a bit more because you're surrounded by four other players that can shoot the ball. And so that's why, you know, I think she, again, this is a player that has a high ceiling. She shot uh, pretty high. She shot 51% from Mm -hmm. the field this year. That again is with multiple defenders. So that I got her at number two, or I guess we have her at number two. I I think her to walk go one, two, two, one, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Dallas keeps both of these players. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to pan out, but that's my number two. Interesting. I think, I don't know. I don't know how much I want to take a center where I have to taking a center. I mean, I know like you should just draft for the best available talent, but to me, like in my mind, I would rather take a chance on one of these wings. Speaking of at the third pick. I don't think a walk's a center. I just want to say that a walk's not a center to me. I just have to say that I don't think a walk's a center. So that's why I think that this might swing that way. Go on. Number three, go ahead. <laughs> Interesting. But I, I, so my point was, I want to take a chance the wing there. And I think the two wings you have here are either Renaya Davis or Ariel Guriantes uh, from Tennessee and Rutgers, respectively. And to me, I'm going to go with Guriantes here for Atlanta because of her shooting. Um, she obviously is a great scorer. Uh, she scored 21 points a game this year for Rutgers. Um, but she's also an underrated defender. She's one of the best, one has one of the best steal rates and one of the best block rates in this draft class. She can shoot the three ball really well, which is what I'm looking for at the th- at the uh, the um, 
small forward position. She'd probably come in and back up Shakina Strickland to start her career and hopefully take over that spot going forward. And there's still a lot of sorting to be done with the Atlanta roster, but I think Griantis just gives you um, something that you need. You're always going to need shooting. You're always going to need uh, defensive will. And while Renee Davis is a more versatile defender, um, I just think Griantis provides something that uh, I can see I can see being very valuable as a three and D. I think she has that ability, whereas I'm not really sold on Davis's shooting. So Griantis uh, going third for me to Atlanta, and you're up with the fourth pick. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll just say that. I think she's the most one of the more complete players. So um, in a relic, yeah. Okay, so number four, I have Renaya going to Indiana. I think this is actually a great fit for Indiana, who is a team that really is rebuilding. Right. I mean, they, you look yep. at some of the, their roster movements, um, they've got some pieces, but what a player, like you said, plays both sides of the ball. I think her biggest downside is that she hasn't shot the three consistently. Uh, this past year, she shot 26% from long, right? Mm-hmm. And six two, she plays a guard position because the average height of Tennessee this past year was six foot two. And so I, she's accustomed to being out there on the perimeter. So she, I think she's got to get, you know, she's got to shoot that, that long ball at a higher clip, but Plays on both ends. I think she's got length around the rim. Uh, just a really nice slasher, an aggressive player. And I, again, I think this is something that Marion Stanley, like just you see a player like this, you can do a little bit of everything. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least she, I think the one thing, again, is just that three-point threat. But yeah, I think this is a player that you get early in her career and, and you hope she stays and develops and you can really build around her. Yeah, she, she allows them to switch a lot more because now they have Daniel Rob. I, I like that pick a lot. Um, I think... We've hit, so we have uh, Kuyir, Collier, Griantis, and Davis going top four. This has kind of been a consensus in the mock draft. The mock draft, you see these four going first all the time. I just wonder if we're all like, you know, just getting a little bit too hive-mindy here, even though I do think, you know, Collier, Kuyir, Griantis, and Davis are all great players. I wonder who these te- these teams are looking at and saying like, well, she has an elite skill that we need. So I wonder who's going to, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, we're all wrong here. Like we're st- someone's going to go in the top four <laughs> that we don't see. Yeah. But I don't know who you take away. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know who you flex because I think, I think Renaya Davis is the best fit for Indiana. I think mm-hmm. Irela Grant is, is the best. She's the most pro ready player when you put her, what you said, who Atlanta played, who she's probably playing kind of in Atlanta, mm-hmm. if that's your like third, second or third option off the bench, like she's ready to go. And those top two, right? We talk about two, six, five players that are nice. So I hear what you're saying. I just don't know who you pull out, um, who you pull out of that. But I guess we're going to find out tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find out tomorrow. Okay, we're going we're gonna to take a quick uh, break and we'll be back with the fifth through eighth picks in our next segment here on Lock On Women's Basketball. It's time for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Obviously, this is a bit harder for women's basketball because there is currently not a season happening right now in about a month. That's going to change because we have the WNBA schedule. Guess what, Amy? We also have new WNBA jerseys, and that's why my player of the week is WNBA Commissioner. Kathy Engelbert dominating the news cycle. I think they did a great job because we were here 
right after the national championship saying, you know, we're going to have like a couple, a few days off, like 10 days off to just like relax. And she said, no, you're not going to have that. Release the jerseys, release the schedule, created a lot of buzz. And heading into this draft, you feel a little bit more buzz around everything in the WNBA. And I think capitalizing on the momentum they have at this very moment is huge because it's going to roll into the season and we're going to see even more growth in this league. So my player of the week is Kathy Engelbert. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Michelob Ultra has 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. And just like Kathy Engelbert, bringing the joy and entertainment, grab one for Thursday's draft. Welcome back to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm Gabe Ibrahim. You can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Ibrahim. Alongside Amy Arbor, you can follow on Twitter at Amy Audibert, we are doing our WNBA mock draft for the mock draft that is on Thursday at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Do not look at this on ESPN's draft cast because it has the wrong date. And me and Amy very briefly freaked out thinking that the draft was actually on Friday, but it is on Thursday. I'm looking at the WNBA website and it is saying that's on Thursday. So we're going to talk about uh, our fifth through eighth picks here. So we have we've been alternating here. So it's my turn with Dallas. You know, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm going with Ari McDonald, guard from Arizona. Uh, I just I love what she can bring to the table. I think she gives us something a little bit different than what we have. This the problem here is that Ari is really on ball and offense, and we already have Enrique Gumbala who's really on ball and offense. She has the highest usage, I believe, in the league right now. Um so McDonald's going to have to do something off ball. And I think the choice here would be between Dana Evans and Aria McDonald and Evans brings a little bit more shooting, but I just want a dog, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want someone who's a dog, who's going to give me an elite skill. Uh, Aria McDonald's on ball defense against point guards is an elite skill. Like I know she's going to bring that to the table. I know she's going to bring her leadership to the table. And I know that she can provide me a bucket when I need a bucket because you know Enrique is going to get double, triple teamed at the end of games. So I want Ari McDonald um, at the fifth pick with Dallas. Wow. <laughs> so Amy I have number six. I've got number six, which is the New York Liberty. And I didn't think that Chelsea Dungy was going to be hanging around still. So I, originally I sat here thinking, am I going Ari or am I going Dana Evans? Now that Chelsea, so I mean, of course I think I'm taking Dana Evans, but I mean, Dungy's still hanging around. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. You know, it's, it's see, New York's in a in a position, obviously, like they have Sabrina. They don't, you know, they've got maybe one of the more electrifying point guards and she's healthy. So do you keep Dana? considering that she has, you know, there's three other Louisville Cardinals on the team. But that being said, I think I'm going to put Chelsea Dungy in New York. Damn Let's it. put her okay. at New York at number six. I think this is, uh, this is, a, this is, a, yeah, well, how do you like it, buddy? This is, <laughs> this is all the GMs talk, right? Um, yeah, you're looking at, you know, a 5'11 guard, you know, combo guard, who could three level score. I think you always can use players like this. I know that you're a big fan of the Arkansas program. So, you know, Chelsea Dungy well. So that's like the extra layer to this pick against you, Mr. Game. Yeah, and um, I'm really mad. Yeah. She's a, you know, I think that when you look at what she did against UConn, like let's go back to that game for a second, 37 points. She can hit a three, but gets to the rim with like her craft around the rim. She's tough, grit, 
This is what New York's all about, right? This is the mm-hmm. type of player they want in New York. Yeah, I know. Like, you're not disagreeing with me, so I think you know this was the right decision. I know it is. Well, so, um, all right, my whole plan here <laughs> was like, I was like, I don't think Amy's going to take Chelsea Dungey out from under me. Because obviously, <laughs> like, I have been yelling Woo Pig all year long. Like, this is my, yeah. I've been watching this team a ton this year because I love Chelsea Dungey. And I was yeah. like, she would fit really well in Dallas, but like, I don't. I just wanted to go with McDonald, but I should have just I gone see. with Dungey. Because yeah, you should have. I thought for sure you were going to. I didn't think I was literally already weighing Ari or Dana Evans in New York because I was so confident that you were going to pick Chelsea. <sighs> this is the this, this is so stressful. I don't know how they do this, like in war rooms and stuff. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> this is tough. But anyways, okay, go ahead. I got her. I got her. Your turn. Okay. So my, I was going to take Chelsea Dungey with the seventh pick. No, I think not, he, not available. Not available. Not, not available anymore. <laughs> All right. So I am going here. I'm going to go. Um, so really with the seventh pick, if I'm Dallas, I'm looking to trade back, like you were saying <laughs> earlier. Um, and if I, I don't know enough about the international um, players, but like if I could get someone like a Shyla Heel or an Elena Rupert from France, who I know is going to stay over in, in Europe or Australia for a year, I'd probably take them. Uh, I just don't know that they're going to do that. And I don't know enough about their games to take them with this seven of row pick. Um, so here's, I, I'm going to take Jasmine Walker from Alabama. Uh, I think w- I wanted a wing mm-hmm. because I, you know, I was, um, and I, I think the choices here were Dungy Walker and onion Um, But I just think Jasmine Walker provides shooting, provides length. She's a really good rebounder. Uh, she's more she's more of an ancillary player than I think Onion Wede is, and Onion Wede kind of has a tougher transition ahead of her because she has to move more from a post player to a uh, outside player. So I think Jasmine gives us uh, a bit more shooting on the wing. And I think you know I don't know at this point it's hard to see how she makes the team, um, but she's really good. And it's just, it's, it's so tough in Dallas with all these picks. Like it, it, I don't know how they're going to handle it because someone's going to have to not make the team, but I think Jasmine Walker would fit in great in Dallas. And that's why we took her with the seventh overall pick. And now Amy, you're on the clock with uh, the Chicago sky at number eight. I can't believe you took Chelsea Dungey. I'm still mad about that. Yeah. Well, listen, I can't believe you didn't take her. So, um, (laughs) I'm not taking much time because I got to say, so Chicago has number eight. And when you look at the Chicago roster, I think it's pretty stacked. So yeah. who do you, who do you pick up that is going to develop? And you said it, it's Michaela onion. I, I pick okay. her because I think that there are some vets on this team that can really groom her as well. Uh, I, I, you know, this, I've been talking about her all year. She was actually my sleeper pick in a draft. I, in a mock draft I did earlier this week because we didn't get to go through the whole first round. Uh, I think the world, I think she's fantastic. Do I think she's going to go in and change a program tomorrow? No, but so where are you going to put her that combo guard? Um, again, like they're big inside, right? And now they've added Candace Parker. Like, I just, I think this is a pick where you take a really good available player who has the potential to be great and surround her mm-hmm. by some of the best, right? Slurdy, Allie Quigley. Um, and those are the, obviously the two up top. Right. But I just, I think they're, I, you know, I love Chicago. I have a thing for Chicago. I just always have. So I'm going to put one of my favorite players in one of my favorite teams. Okay. (laughs) No, I I love, I love that pick because I think 
at this point in the draft, if we're talking just potential and your way, they may have the most potential out of this group to be a star. I think that when you're drafting here at these, at this eighth position, that's what you're looking for. Um, I was thinking you may have gone Dana Evans though, just because Chicago could use a backup point guard, but rookies typically don't make good backup point guards because you want someone who's just like reliable and you don't need to think about in that position. Um, So that, was our fifth through eighth picks to recap. Dallas took Ari McDonald. New York took Chelsea Dungy out from underneath Gabe. Dallas took Jasmine Walker from Alabama. <laughs> Chicago took Michaela Onyemwede out of UCLA. And our last four picks in the draft are coming up right after Built Bar is making the most delicious protein bar Ever. They have 18 amazing flavors. Amy, did you try a new one this week or which one? Which, give me a flavor that you would recommend to the people. I'm still sticking with the raspberry cheesecake. It's not new, but um, when that one came to my door, I mean, that's been the one that's won me over. So nothing has yet to to get me off that block. So the raspberry cheesecake, uh, these are, you can get these all at builtbar.com and they're all healthy. They're great if you're trying to lose or maintain weight while enjoying a delicious treat like like Amy, she always says she has them in her purse where she's on the go. They're easy to eat. They're all high, <clears throat> excuse me. They're all low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. And they taste freaking amazing. I actually like that birthday cake one. We were talking about that last week. I had that, that's that, that birthday cake it's one. pretty solid. Creamy. Yeah. And if you, if you go to builtbar.com now, you go uh, use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off builtbar.com and so that they know you came from us. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, actually, I think FCS is still happening. Whatever. NBA, college basketball is no, no longer happening. Add read people. The NHL are, are in full swing. They cover awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds, props, on almost anything you can imagine. Bellin has you covered for all of the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bellin, your online sportsbooking expert. Wrapping up our WNBA mock draft here with Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert. Uh, so we're now down to the ninth through the 12th pick. Uh, I'm going first again. Um, I have Minnesota. And here is interesting because this is a mistake by the rest of the league. As Minnesota, I'm taking Natasha Mack, center from Oklahoma State. In real life, I don't think she's going to get down here because when you look at her advanced stats, she is a darling. She has the highest player efficiency rating. In this draft, she has the highest defensive win shares in this draft. She has one of the best player defensive ratings in this draft. And she brings an elite skill set that is hard to find. She is the best rim protector in this draft. She also averaged 19 points a game and 12.4 rebounds. Has one of the best offensive rebounding rates in the country. I don't think she's coming down to nine because I don't think she's getting past nine, certainly, if she gets down here. Because guess what? In Minnesota, you have Cheryl Reeve. As a coach, you have Rebecca Brunson as a coach. You have Planet Pearson as a coach. You have Sylvia Fowles as your starter ahead of you. This is not a good idea, WNBA. Do not let Natasha Mack get to Minnesota. She is going to terrorize us for the rest of her career if she's in Minnesota. I think she might do that regardless. But I'm like, this, this player is so talented 
that'd be pretty surprised if she gets down to nine, um, even though I passed on her with a bunch of teams just because of the way the draft's stacking up. So I imagine if there's a – I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go on a limb right now. If there's a trade up to one of those Dallas picks, it's going to be to get Tasha Mack. Yeah, so listen, uh, I have her – very next, mm-hmm. coming up quick, so she's not available anymore. Good job. I see. I, I agree with you, though. I think this is one of the players that isn't really getting enough hype. But when you talk about those little things she does, because led the country in blocks per game, right? I think four blocks per game. Yeah. I always yeah. say, like, when you were an elite shot blocker, like you get the stat for blocking shots, you're probably changing like double what you're actually mm-hmm. getting credit for. So, um, and I think, you know, if you play her with Sylvia Fowles, keep Sylvia, like players try to draw Sylvia. They put their big on Sylvia to draw her out from the rim. Well, now you got to deal with Mac at the rim, right? So like there's potential, like you said, to do something pretty special with her. So um, thank you for that. That was payback. So um, (laughs) I am now picking number 10 with the LA Sparks, which I have to say, like, when we talk about roster turnarounds, obviously they've got some keys, but they've gotten they've lost they've lost a couple of players, mm-hmm. right? Chelsea Gray, Ricotta Williams, of course, Candace Parker. Like they got it. so this is why at my pick, I can't believe that Dana Evans is still here. But I'm actually yeah. gonna go and I'm gonna pick Kiana Williams. I feel that oh. at her position, like again, like you're not asking these players to come in and like change your program. I think Kiana Williams was a point guard that showed that she's always like composed, even when she wasn't playing great in that, you know, last couple rounds of the tournament, like she she still kind of stuck with it and still impacted the game. And at that position for a rookie or when you're playing behind like some of the elite players, what else can you want? Like just come in, facilitate. She can knock down an open three. I think she hit 311 threes in her career at Stanford, maybe at the all time three point maker, like, okay, like we'll take that. Right. But I think just at her position and like obviously on the court, but also just like her positioning off the court, like what she what she brings. I could see a team like L.A. and Derek Fisher and company just saying, like, come ride with us, like just facilitate. We, we got playmakers all around you. Uh, so that's why I, I went that way. I like that. No, I, 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 I did not. I, I think. Kiana too is a player that is ready to contribute at the next level because we saw her not be the focal point of her team at times and still contribute. Yeah. I think, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to attach to that. And I think, I think it's a great pick. I actually really, really like that pick. Um, And I too cannot believe that Dana Evans is still on the board here Um, with Seattle. Obviously like I have super, I have Jordan Canada. Um, But so I just don't uh, – this is difficult. Um, I know. We also, like, I- <laughs> we, have a, we have a pretty full roster. We have a pretty full roster here. So, you know, we're – I just don't know who's coming over. If I had that information, it would be better. I think, I think you have to go with the talent, though. I think the most talented player on the board is Dana Evans. I can't get around that. Like I, at some point it has to be less about fit and more about talent. I'm considering, I'm considering, uh, Alana. El- I forgot how to pronounce her first name already. Alana repair from France, but I don't want to have to rely on someone coming over each year. So for me, <laughs> Dallas, uh, with Seattle, we're going Dana Evans and, you know, we're going to take a bet that she can, uh, she will, we'll see who develops more her Jordan Canada going forward to replace Sue Bird in the long run. 
Okay. So uh, I'm happy you did that because I didn't want Evans left on the board for me. Cause I, again, <laughs> like, I don't know how you pack her up, but that's not who I actually think at number 12 with the Las Vegas Aces. I have them taking Dijonay Carrington. I love okay? okay. I think when you look at the Aces, again, I know we're not supposed to play favorites. I love watching Vegas. Like I am like, I just want to sit in their practices all the time. Like, you know, like characters, but so Carrington is kind of prided herself on her defensive prowess. Right. And like her kind mm-hmm. of like not, not, not nasty in a bad way. I say that as a high compliment, like get in there, yeah. get the job done. What other team, like, I don't know if there's a team that gets fired up about that stuff more than Vegas. Right. And you're, you remember, remember Carrington is not going to forget. I mean, we're not going to stop talking about it for a while. She's not going to forget it either. The, the final no call, like, mm-hmm. okay, go into a WME training camp with a chip on your shoulder with a bunch of other complete fireballs that just want to go out there and compete. And that's why I think we can talk about her. I think she was averaging like 14 points. Like we can talk about that stuff, but to me, that's like nothing compared to just like what's in her head, what she brings to the table from her shoulders up. I think is a perfect fit for a Las Vegas squad. I like that. I like that pick. And it's also like, it's uh, Las Vegas, like doubling down on never hitting well, like quadrupling, six toppling down on not, not hitting threes. Um, and that makes so much sense with what Bill Lambier is going to yeah. pick there. Um, do you want, okay, so let's, let's recap. So if you're just looking at teams, let's look from the team. So with the first, second, fifth and seventh picks, yes, they have four first round picks. Uh, <laughs> Dallas took Awa Kuyir first, uh, Charlie Collier second, uh, Ari McDonald and Jasmine Walker. So they essentially like have a whole new team at this point if they really wanted to. Atlanta took Griantis from Rutgers third. Indiana took Renaya Davis fourth. New York took Chelsea Dundry sixth. Chicago took Michaela Onyemwede eighth. Ninth was Minnesota taking Natasha Mack. And Keanu Williams goes to LA 10th. Seattle gets Dana Evans 11th. And Dijon A. Carrington goes 12th to Las Vegas. Um, do you want, do you want, like, do you have anybody else like out of this first round who do you have like one other player that you're thinking of is going to be really talented? Cause I love, I really love Elena repair, um, yeah. from France. I've seen her play in EuroLeague, and she's very talented. And she's, she has a WNBA ready body for sure. Um, but the player I want to highlight here, actually, I also want to mention DD Richards. because I think she has a future in this league just by being a yeah. defender and knowing where to be. I think Ivana Rocca. I'm not sure a lot of people will have watched her this year at Wake Forest. She's very talented. She can shoot. She can. She's big. I think she has a future in this league with where we're going in terms of every team needs to have shooters. Every team needs to have um, taller wings to to switch on. She's six three, so I think she she has a future in this league. And I think she's going to go late second round. I would watch out for her going forward. Do you have someone like that that you're looking out for? I think I look at Destiny Slocum. Yeah. Uh, you know, like this is a player. She started at Maryland. What, was it Oklahoma State? And then Oregon finished State. Oregon yeah. State, sorry. And then finished. I, I always get them mixed up because the orange, I think. Oh, uh, too. Yeah. And, uh, and then finishes off uh, at Arkansas. So she's kind of, I don't think she's actually been set somewhere to like really gain that notoriety. I, I know that sounds kind of fin- funny, but you know what I mean? Like when, yeah. when a player spent a lot of time somewhere. So uh, I think she's extremely talented. And again, I don't think that 
I don't know anyone that's going to in this class that's going to complete like like Sabrina or mm-hmm. like Asia Wilson that like they go into a team and you build around them. Necess- I don't see that now. That's not to say it doesn't happen. And I'm not going to be upset if it happens because that means that we have a rookie who's like playing out of her mind, um, you know, and maybe a little higher, which is fine. But I uh, so I think Destiny Slocum, again, is is that point guard type position that can maybe go in, make the right decisions, facilitate, because really like this league, like facilitate. They're all good. Like there are no scrubs on any team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're all good. And so this is a player I think that can go in and, and do that. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our mock draft. Uh, I think I. It's hard to tell because we, <laughs> it's we our have mock different. Draft. That's our mock draft. We hope we did a good job, and we'll see how wrong we are. Um, because certainly someone's going to come in and mess us up. Like there is someone in, that we are not projecting to be in the first round who is going to be picked. Uh, luckily, Mike Tebow does not have a first round pick. Mike Tebow does not have any picks this year with the Washington <laughs> Mystics. Um, so they they have they essentially drafted Tina Charles with all these picks, but. It's uh, not he's the worst decision. Not the worst decision. <laughs> but he's usually the guy who screws up mock drafts. So I'm wondering who's it going to be this year because it may be. I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I have a feeling they're, they're, they're going to do something sneaky. They're going to pick someone weird at nine. Uh, they may even trade down. But that's our mock draft. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Women's Basketball feed. And uh, we'll be back next week re- uh, reacting to the draft. Looking forward to the season. We have a schedule. We have jerseys. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, locked at LockedOnWB, to keep up with everything, and we will talk to you very soon.